Listening to I Plead the True Podcast, where the truth is never canceled, where the truth is never censored, nor will it ever be diminished. I want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in for this pod. And yes, I did do it with the Christmas music. It is about that time. Um, so yeah, don't be surprised because we have the Christmas music going on. It's actually been playing for a whole month in my house. In my radio, so <laughs> so before we get started, like always, I always get a chance to uh, give my co-host a chance to introduce himself. So, Gene, go ahead, man, introduce yourself one more time. Junior, we're back. <laughs> it's about time, man. Woo! I wonder when we'd be back, bro, because I love this podcast, man. I'm so glad that. You got this revelation. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm Gene Proctor Jr. from Grand Rapids, Michigan. In Vegas a couple decades now and on the cutting edge at the Potter's House Christian Fellowship. And uh, it's just a real pri- privilege to be a part of this uh, podcast with Junior. I'm looking forward to tonight. Yes, this is a privilege. And uh, I want to thank all my listeners, especially those that are listening on Spotify, on Apple, on Google. On other platforms, I just want to thank you guys for for all the support um, during these what past six months. I want to say six months. Has it been maybe. that long? Wow! It might be six months. It might be, yeah, seven, seven months. So yeah, uh, we're gonna get a chance to reflect uh, on on all of that uh, during this pod. But if you uh, if you do want to share it, you guys know we're on Spotify. I'm also on uh, Instagram at I Plead the Truth Podcast. Um, also, if you want to give me an, uh, uh, a shout out with an email, um, I'm in uh, I Plead the Truth at Yahoo.com. I P L E A D T H E T R U T H at Yahoo.com. And again, I just want to thank everybody for uh, for the support. Um, during these past um, few months um, and weeks, uh, people have been uh, reaching out to me and asking me when is the next one and and what's going on with the podcast. And, and let me tell you something: there's there's nothing going on with the podcast. It's not going nowhere. It's here to stay. Um, but I do want to make mention that <clears throat> me and Gene are busy men. And um, God is definitely using us in, in a mighty way, not just in our own personal lives, but um, in the church. And um, for me, um, you know, I, I, I've expressed this to other people, you know, that this isn't my main ministry. This is a ministry. I, I, I've, I've, I've made this into something that God can use, you know, uh, just the inspiration he has given. And um other people know what I'm involved in. So I, I give my time to that. Um, and it's not when I have free time or when I can do it. We do the podcast. We do uh, a point time. We do, uh, you know, uh, make the time to do these podcasts just because of, of, of the impact is it, it has been doing um, and all the listeners in different nations. 
Um, so don't please don't get the the, the wrong mindset that that this podcast uh, is done or something. Um, it's not. Um, we're we're here, and you're gonna get another one before we even uh, hit New Year's. <laughs> and I might inject Junior that uh, for those that don't know, Junior is the pastor of our Spanish service, so he definitely has a full plate. And Gene is is definitely adding a lot of uh, whipped cream to the hot cocoa right now. <laughs> it is what it is. But, but um, it is what it is. But yes, like I say, we we got other ministries. I'm I'm definitely involved in the Spanish ministry at our churches. It's a privilege, an honor, and I'm not even going to go on to express uh, how I feel about that because honestly, there's no words to use. Um, but. Just reflecting back, back, Gene, on 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 this whole podcast, man. Um, you know, we've 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 come a long way. We've gotten, I would say, a little comfortable. You know what I mean? I remember the first time we did the one with the fellowship. We had uh, Rick in it. We had uh, Kanika. Kanika was in there, and I need to get Kanika back in here. But, right, uh, right. But uh, you know. There was a lot of nerves, <laughs> a lot of nerves during those times. It was something new. It was something new that exciting. we were starting. It was exciting. It was something different. You know what I mean? And, and we definitely wanted to use it to uh, to reach people, different platforms in all areas. And, and you know, I've expressed it before. A lot of people are listening to podcasts. I mean, the majority of all your radio hosts are, are on podcasts. You know, a lot of people love uh, the no commercials. People are willing to pay for no commercials. I know there's people that add ads to their to their podcasts, and you know, for financial purposes, they do that. But you know, people people love the podcast, and and it's definitely something we tapped into, um, and it's definitely something we're gonna keep doing. Um, but what are your thoughts, man? Uh, it's, it's it's about to be the end of the year. Um, I think we have like nine, ten podcast out uh including the one with the fellowship the fellowship the intro um what are your thoughts man um from where we've started how we started uh the mindset where we wanted to go to where we're at now man how do you feel about this whole podcast gene well the first thing that comes to mind is that scripture regret not the day of small beginnings because um this is right now, it has what, uh, of all the podcasting, what, close to a couple thousand views? Yes. And we're in a we're in an era now that, for the most part, people just don't interact anymore. It's hard to reach people. So I think that because we're, 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 we're so real, our fellowship, the, the, the people in our church, they're so real that I think that once it's out there, you know, that these are real Christians, you know, they're not like what so many people are used to seeing when it comes to Christianity. They see one person on a Sunday and then the rest of the week is a different person, but they'll see how real we are and how we really live this life. And they can hear the, the genuine, powerful, tr life transforming testimonies that it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if, the, if eventually this, this podcast goes viral and, um, I'm excited, man, just to be a part of it at this stage. And everything that we've seen up to this point is just showing that God's hand is on it, and it's no telling where it's going. Definitely. And I like what you said. Don't neglect the times of small beginnings because, you know, starting off 
you know, I had I had some thoughts about this. Um, I knew, um, and we were bringing these podcasts back to back um, when we did start, and we had the whole time to do it, um, and it was a great time. There was time available, and um, we were bringing them out. I mean, every week, I think we were just about. just about every week we're we were doing the podcast, and um, I re- I just recall, you know, barely starting. You know, and um, we're still in that stage, I would say, you know, but but just coming up to that first podcast, you know, hey, we're going to do it. You know, you know what I mean? And when you started buying this equipment, <laughs> I was like, whoa, Junior's not playing. And, um, you know, w- when we did our first one, in, in my whole mindset, you know, was um, there's going to be certain things we're going to be able to tap into, different platforms. But I would say, you know... Um, during these months, six months, seven months, whatever it was, uh, what, or whatever it is, you know, I, I, I see now the growth and the potential that this podcast could have, um, not just in, uh, different platforms. I mean, we're not even on YouTube and, um, and I know these numbers are small compared to your whoever you're listening to that's famous and has a podcast plus a YouTube channel. I know my, I, I know these numbers are, I mean, are, they're, they're small, but I remember getting the first 18, 15 listeners on the fellowship intro one. And I'm, and I'm just applauding. <laughs> I I, I'm seeing, and I'm like, Oh my Great. goodness. <laughs> God is doing yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 25 people. Not, it wasn't even 25 people. I, you know, it was, you know, I get to see uh, how many people listen, you know, and how many people tap into it analytically. But, you know, now um, reaching, we're, we're right at 2,000. And um, the year's not even ended. ending. We're going for more, um, especially with this one and another one that we're going to have coming up. We'll probably will be well over 2,000 listens. But you got to understand, I mean, I'm 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 not your famous, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not your uh your person that's behind the screen like like your other your your other people that you listen to. And um now looking at it from a from from a different perspective, this has a ton of potential. Right. This has a ton of potential. Uh like I said, um we're gonna tap into the YouTube, see how that goes. Um and putting the the testimonies and, and the videos of people being interviewed on there. Um, but this has so much more room for growth, um, just like everything else. And I just, I just want to see the growth. I want to, I want to be able to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Um, and I only say that because of, you, you know what I mean by that, but, um, cause this is definitely going to continue whether it's with me or without me. And, um, but there's so much more room for growth, and and I and I think um, next year we're probably going to see a little bit more growth um, with this. Probably touching different platforms, maybe uh, jumping into a website or a blog, you know, um, and doing things of that sort. This is basically this this is was just testing the waters this year. You know what I mean, and and seeing what we can do. Um, starting off and not not looking ahead too far off and, and saying we want to jump from right here and leap over there within a month or two months. 
um, but definitely going through the the beginning stages and um, enjoying every moment. And we're gonna go get into some podcasts here um, soon, but um, just enjoying the whole thing has been memorable. The people that we've been having on the on the pod has been memorable. Um, just just the times that we've been we've been recording um, has been has been great atmosphere. Uh, God was definitely moving in, in all of those interviews, and um, and I'm excited for everything that that's coming up. Um, and and also speaking about about growth, um, I let Gene speak about something that he's 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 uh, brushing up on, and we could possibly see here in the near future, um, and it might be a different podcast. Uh, with Gene as the main host. So why don't you go ahead and tell him a little bit about a truth near you? Well, you know, what's interesting, Junior, and one of the reasons I was really elated when you asked me to co-host with you uh, is the fact that when I was going to CSN, um, man, what, like eight, nine years ago, I uh, built a blog and I had a vision way back then to try to start getting an internet presence. And I named the blog Truth Near You. And as I stated a moment ago, you know, it's so difficult interacting with people. It's it's almost um, in order to get in front of the, to to get exposure, to reach people now, you almost have to go online with these different platforms, whether it's it's a podcast, YouTube, uh, Instagram, or, or, or wherever people are is where we have to go and truth near you is primarily going to be exposing a lot of lies i mean one of the reasons that our country is in the state that it's in is because of all of the racial division and i believe that god is giving me truth near you to uh, expose the lies and tell people the truth about our past so that they can see that the devil has very successfully divided us uh, as a nation by race, and it's all been lies. And so Truth Near You is really going to stress uh, great things that, that blacks and whites have done, and even some of the horrendous things that blacks and whites have done to stretch the to stress the fact that even slavery is not a skin thing, it's a sin thing. And once people come to grips with the fact that we're all guilty, we're all sinners, we all fall short of the glory of God, and only by the blood of Jesus can we be set free. And when people really come to grips with the fact that they're of their part, and when each of us come to grips with the fact that it's it's me, it's it's my sin, you know, it's 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 it, I'm the problem, and without Jesus Christ, we have no hope. So, truth near you is just really going to compel people to take an honest look at themselves, to take an honest look at what part all of us have played in where we're at as a country, and the part that we can play in being a solution to the problem, and that's just letting God have His way in our life. So. Um, I know I rambled there, but I'm just hoping God uses it for his glory. And uh, But the title, Truth Near You, is there not just because you want to use the word truth, but because you're going to direct these people. Um, and uh, I know it's something that you already have, um, and that is a, a world map on, on, on this blog where people could find a church, any church that we have around the world, 
right, that they could tap into after listening probably uh, probably to the podcast and, and, and getting saved or, you know, crying out to God and, and giving them a reference point where they could start start from, correct? Well, yes, but you know what? That still needs to be, um, we, um, we had a hard time accessing it. I don't know if it was um, because I was using my Mac and, and um, uh, I, I couldn't access the site to make revisions, but the the link I think is something that we can even give now, the cfmmap.org. Uh, yeah. You can find any one of our fellowship churches, which we have 3,000 around the world. That's cfmmap.org to find one of our fellowship churches where you can find uh, a church that's really preaching the gospel and, and where the Bible is really being lived out. And I, I believe that's um, something that's really lacking in, in the world today is real Christians that are really living the Christian life. But you can find it in our fellowship, cfmmap.org. That is correct. That is correct. Um, I expressed earlier how... Um, you know the, the 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 pods that we that we made the interviews that we had with uh you know our good friends you know they were memorable you know uh, and so I want to ask which one for you was uh, maybe eye opening uh, something you probably didn't expect um, something that excited you I mean I mean all of them had that element element they you did know, all of them had that element. And um, like I said, it, it's hard to choose. It's hard to choose. But which one was it for you? Well, the way you worded it, it was, it's an easy <laughs> choice because I knew for the most part everybody had that edge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that most everybody lived that life, you know, to some extent. But Nubian and <laughs> 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 button up polo, I'm like, what? Right, right, right. Yeah, you that didn't expect that from him. That was the biggest surprise <laughs> of them all. That was the biggest surprise of them all, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, it, it uh, has definitely uh, surprised me a whole lot. And um, we will get to Nubian here soon uh, and Button Up Polo. But um, for me, um, I have a little bit of mixed emotions because um, I like, I really enjoyed... Tony's tale, yes, uh, yes, indeed. with, 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 no with Tony, I, I really did. I think that one was, um, like I said, I enjoy, we enjoyed every single. I and, think, and I think Randy, we were, man, Randy Ray, and that's, and that's, and that's, well, even, and even, and even, and Randy on the, um, uh, 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 Luckett, his too was powerful, but Randy Ray, just the fact that, man, it's like. Every ten seconds, she's describing how God spared her life. You know, and it was like, <laughs> and that's what I was I was gonna get into was was um, I, I believe Randy really set the bar, right. the standard. High. It was high. It was you know after after she did that interview, it was um, it was amazing, man. And um, I know I knew some of her story. Um, but what, what she ended up saying was, was, uh, eye opening. I, I, I can't even express. And, and even after that one, um, after it was done, I mean, I think after every single part that we've done, we, we, we ended up clapping and cheering. And <laughs> yeah. like because, <laughs> because, you know, it, it is, is just, there's just an atmosphere that is, that is, that is built 
you know, uh, especially ending the pods. And so um, we definitely have, you know, I, we we really can't really pinpoint one out. We, we talked about this and, and we loved everybody that came on and, and spoke and um, literally um, took some time and um, and shared uh, their testimony with us. But I, I, I really want to uh, I want to give the audience an opportunity uh, to to see and hear, uh, not see, but hear um, what they've liked, what they've been choosing. And so, like I said, we're getting close uh, to, I think we're a few off from hitting 2,000 uh, listens. And like I said, these numbers are so small compared to, to everybody you listen to other than, you know, I plead the truth and I'm okay with that. Uh, like I said, these are small beginnings, but um, we're really like after this pod, I think we might just be over. We probably could be over 2000 listens altogether um, at the end of this. But people really liked um, Jay dethroned. Yes, um, yes. That one is, is, is so. that one. And I and we enjoy that one, too. That yes. one. That one, again, was 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 a, a memorable one. Um People liked um, the maze I was trapped in, which was with Randy, Randy Shebrew, right? right? And um, that one just keeps on shooting up with with plays. And the people's favorite was uh, Button Up Polo okay. with Nubian. So uh, we're gonna <laughs> no take this. <laughs> so we're gonna take this uh, time um, and, and and let you guys have a listen. Uh, we're going to start it off with uh, Dethroned and with Jay's testimony. So uh, listen up. We're going to give you a few minutes uh, of that of that pod. I, I began to get comfortable. You know, I began to figure out, you know, how this to, to me, how it all operated. You know, I began to take the glory of God and institutionalize it. You know, I began to I began to just see my day to day Christianity as something that uh, was like another mundane affair of life. Like I lost the 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 power. You know, I lost I lost the the ability to recognize God's hand in my life because you know I reference everything off of what you know things that are going wrong. You know, if God fixes the things that are going wrong in my life, that means God's in my life. Right. But when there's nothing to fix, I'm like, where are you at? <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, what are you fixing? What's going on here? And so I felt I got really complacent. I, the disciplines in my life began to fade. Prayer life began to fade. Because, you know, in my mind, and I want to say this uh, before we go on, is um, I didn't understand worship. And, and this is really what I, what I want to drive home in my testimony is I didn't understand worship. And what I mean by that is that I would pray to God to, to meet some needs or whatever. And I would thank God, but I wouldn't worship God. This is, this is, this, being thankful is one thing. Like, like you just, you, I, like if I bought you a burger, you'd be thankful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, 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 but God is worthy of worship. Like it's right. his worship that matters, not anything that he does for you. It's just him. Right. It's who he is and his worship, you know? And so like I lost that or I don't even know if I really understood that, you know? And so as my life began to go on, like I just got bored, you know? And that's, that's you know, 
I'm gonna be honest. I just got bored. I got bored of sitting um, in the church. I got bored of of even feeling conviction. If I can be honest, like I would feel conviction. I'd be like, man, here we go again. You know what I mean? I got bored of judging myself. I got bored of disciplining myself. I got bored of of basically trying to shape my life into the man of God I felt like God wanted me to be. I just got bored of the process. And because of that, I ended up backsliding. Eight years later, I ended up backsliding. And I get to this point in my life where now I, I really feel like I messed up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now that not only... So for those who don't know what backsliding is, just touch up, touch on a little bit about backsliding. Just so because there's going to be people here that are like, I don't, I don't know, I don't understand the terminology. I don't know what the word backsliding means. Gotcha. What, what actually happened? For me, on a very personal level, I was. It, it would be like I'm in relationship with God, you know, and now I'm no longer in relationship with God, and so to me that was like letting go, like turning away from God and going back into the things that God didn't want me to do, you know, or the, the, the relationship with the world, you know, if you will. And so for me, backsliding meant that I was completely separating myself from the will of God. Like I, I was pushing away at, at him, you know, and no longer wanting to live that life, no longer wanting to be in relationship with him, just wanting to serve myself, you know? So that was a working that was already in process while you were in the church. I was in the church, yeah. So when you finally said, okay, I'm leaving the church, or I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop serving God. Yeah. I mean, how quick was it from, I'm going to stop serving God to now I'm just back and doing what I I don't know if necessarily it was doing everything. Yeah. Um, you could touch on that because I don't, I don't know your, yeah. your testimony personally. But, I mean, how fast was it? Was it, Did you have to deceive yourself? No, no. In fact, so the, the, my leaving the church ultimately was just waiting on this pivotal moment to see if I could reconnect with, with some people that I knew were still living that life. And so I was one of the second I reconnected, I was out. And it wasn't, there wasn't a process. It wasn't like a how fast. It was just like this moment to the next. It, that was it. You know, I was already, I, I dove, you know, I, 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 pr I took pride a little bit in saying either I'm going to be, you know, in the church or I'm going to be out, you know. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm out, which is stupid. Like very, very silly, right? right? Like, and just wasn't thinking with the mind of God. And, you know, and so I ended up doing all the same things that I was doing. And, um really letting myself go again, neglecting my family at this point. Like, so I, like I said, I felt like I was worse off, you know, um, just like the Bible says, I was worse off because I was now at this point, it wasn't just affecting me. It was affecting my wife. It was affecting, you know, the job that I was working, you know, at the time. And, and it was affecting my kid. My wife was pregnant at the time. And so I found myself running away from God, you know, avoiding, um, conviction and, and, and really blaming God for a lot of things. And, uh, again, all over again, like really mad at him. Like he didn't move the way I wanted him to move or he didn't <clears throat> change my life enough. You know, like how selfish of me, you know what I mean? Right. Like he wasn't doing enough in my life. So I had, to, I, I was basically trying to find my own way again. You know, like I did the God thing guys, like it didn't work, you know? So now I'm back in the world. doing whatever. I so that was dethroned and that was a quick recap. Uh, top three right now. Um, episodes that we have out the people that, that that have been listening uh definitely have been favoring uh dethroned and and jay's testimony and and it has every right to be in the top three all of these have 
top 10 <laughs> have yes, every yes. have every right but uh i remember man um having having jay on it was a it was an amazing time uh just having him on he he definitely brings uh that excitement you know what i mean and, and just his testimony alone um and honestly we could spend hours getting into more detail with the testimonies and and really getting into details and and you know we the pod the podcast does its justice with with an overview of, of 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 life and and their experience with it um but even even in his testimony i mean he could have he could have went in deeper and um and people could have been amazed you know especially uh at the victories on the other side, you know what I mean? Him coming back, but his, uh, was definitely, uh, memorable. It was definitely memorable. Well, you know, Junior, one thing that, that, that stands out to me in that testimony is, is how easy it is to do the right things for the wrong reason. Right. You know, I can remember being in church and always expecting God to do for me, do for me, do for me. You know what I mean? And yeah, I got saved for that reason, but I believe it's just like maturing as people. Eventually, we have to get to a place where we're doing for God and understanding that He did everything on the cross. Right. You know, and it, I didn't. It wasn't until I got that perspective that I started being consistent in my walk. Because as long as I was focusing on what, focusing on what God could do for me, God was like, "Son, it's about time you picked up the fork and fed yourself." You know. And then I feel like God was letting me down, and now I'm, I'm wandering and in, in, in back in the world. So it was only when I got the perspective that God has done enough, if not more than enough. And now it's a matter of what can I do for him. Yeah, because he definitely touched on uh, uh, being comfortable yeah. and letting his guard down. Yeah, And uh, that should be uh, a warning for everybody. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, not just... To the listener, but for me, for you, you know, everybody, everybody that, that gets to listen to or has their own walk with God, you know what I mean? It's, it's definitely something we have to watch out for. And that was Dethroned uh, with our brother Jay, uh, who is still doing music. Uh, you can catch him at a, at a Vegas 180 production every Saturday at 8 p.m. Um, still jamming out over there. Second, um, with the second highest views, um, could reach 300s here, plays matter of days, honestly. And that was the maze I was trapped in with, with uh, Randy. Um, like I said, she definitely set the bar. She set the bar. <laughs> I don't know how many times I told her that after she did hers. Empire State Building High. Right. She set the bar the first one. Um, and we're going to go ahead and give you a recap of that whole testimony. So um, take a listen. They did the surgery. I'd been in the hospital for about a week, and this is in November, like the first week of November, second week of November. And uh, the day I got out of the hospital, the person that picked me up, same thing. First thing they offered me was to get high and started fighting with me, arguing with me, just giving me grief. And I remember hopping off the motorcycle, like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I started walking down the street, and I called my dad, and I told my dad, listen, I'm ready to come home. 
I am going back right now to the only place that I have. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still going to be using because it's, it's what I have out here. But right now, I'm a week sober on methadone. And I want to get out of here as soon as I can because I don't want to do this anymore. And I remember my dad hung up with me, called pastor, and called me right back. And he had me a ticket the next day. Wow. And, um, or like three or four days later. Something like, it was very soon after that. And I remember I got home on Thanksgiving Day after missing my bus, not because I was messing around. I just, we got stuck in traffic, my ride, and I missed my bus. I got home on Thanksgiving Day, and I remember picking, I detoxed on the Greyhound bus all the way home, like 13 hours detoxed. But I was serious. I was not turning back. Like, after that experience, there was nothing that could stop me from going home and getting back to my kids because I'm like, all right. You've escaped death how many times? You're not going to keep cheating it. You're not going to keep running. You're not going to keep escaping this. And um, I knocked on the door, and my son answered the door. And I just remember my son weeping, just throwing himself into my arms and just weeping. This little boy that I miss so much, part of the reason why I had continued to be addicted to drugs, the pain of leaving him behind, it made it all worth it. And I remember being so sick on Thanksgiving. I would, like eat, go in the bathroom, get sick, lay down and sleep. Eat, go in the bathroom, get sick, lay down and sleep for like a week. And I almost even died a second time. Um, Just from the detox of everything that I was on, just the extreme amount of drugs and the lack of sleep and lack of food. I was eating, I think, cinnamon toast crunch with chocolate milk every day for like (laughs) six months when I was in San Francisco. (laughs) We have to go back to to when... Your son opened the door because there's a backstory to that. There is. So the day I OD'd in the hospital, the day before, my dad had asked my son, what would make this the best holidays of your life? You know, what do you want for this holidays? And my son told my dad, I want my mom to come home and be my mom. Like, I want my mom back. And that day, the next day, the very first thing they did when they got up, my son prayed for me to come home. And he was praying every single day for me to come home until Thanksgiving Day. Wow. And so that day when I knocked on that door, that was an answer to my son's prayer. You right. know, And it will forever be a reference point for him. And all of the things that I went through, everything, as cliche as it sounds, if that experience no matter how negative it was from the outside looking in, if that is the one thing, the moment that God was first made real to my son, I am I'm grateful for that. I won't say that I would do it all again, you know? <laughs> because obviously if there's, a, if there's a better way to do it, then yes, we take that. But I am grateful that out of all of that came a reference point for my son for who God is and how powerful he is. And then... Since then, he's continued to see me over the last three, going on four years, serve God and to grow and to see the blessing, the brokenness of sin and the blessing of what it is to have a relationship with God and serve God that I will forever be grateful for. And it's amazing to have watched this road (laughs) of God totally restoring you. I mean, you're unrecognizable when you came Mm -hmm. back. You're married. Mm-hmm. Your family is, I mean, Daniel's an incredible yeah. dad. Right. You know, your sons have a, 
a father who really loves them and loves their mother. Yeah. And you're an example to so many in this church that it's inspirational. You know, your life is incredibly inspirational about in terms of just allowing God to be God. Yeah. And in your testimony also should scare every church kid yes. half to death yeah. about thinking they know they can handle sin and they can handle the world. That was um, the maze I was trapped in with Randy. And like I said, um, that one was another one. It was is definitely still a hit. It's definitely one that people go back and listening to. But um, the excitement. <laughs> so we were recording this one. I, you know, this is gonna this is gonna remind you how uh, gracious she is. And and uh, Daniel, we we're recording. I think we're. Uh, <laughs> 18 to 20 minutes in and then the power goes out remember it the, did huh the recorder sh shuts off yeah. out of nowhere right there was a electronic de uh demon that was uh floating around Didn't we, have to start, we had to start over right? <laughs> and we had to start completely over and she was like all right that's fine let's do it <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was going to walk out the door. Bro, did you hear her talk about how she, she OD'd in the hospital? Yes, yes. And and just the fact that had she not been in the hospital when she OD'd, that could have been her demise. And and then the fact that her son, Caden, was praying for her. Who knows if it wasn't her son's prayers right. that brought her back? Because didn't they have to re, re, uh, revive her in the hospital? I believe so. Yeah, so so that that was uh, an amazing testimony. Like I said, when we were interviewing, <laughs> I was like, "Thank you, Lord." Right. You <laughs> she, she, it sounded like she should have died at least five, if not ten times, just during that. And interview. I was, we were listening to this, and I was trying to find a little snip of uh, you know to put on here so, so people could listen to it. And it's like I couldn't choose anything because Bro, the, it was so just, many things the, I could have put. Just go back to just go back and listen to the. The maze, right? Which, which the is maze the, I was trapped the in. The maze I was trapped in. You'll be blown away. Right. You definitely blown blown away. But I, I definitely wanted to give her a, give her a, that shout out, and especially putting uh, the testimony with her son. I believe that was uh, highly important. So you guys got to listen to that one. So that's the, the one with the second most uh, views, um, the episode with the second most, and um, to the finalist uh, with Nubian. Button up polo. This one uh, right now is the favorite. And um, I just want to say thank you to Nubian again. Uh, it was it was it was a great time with him, man. It was uh, like I said, it, it was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> well, both of us had a hard time closing our mouth the whole time. And you like, and what? you and you've known him longer than the way Bro, 25 years. Right. So um it, that one was a great time, just just spending it with uh, with him and, and and interviewing him, and and that was that was great. So we're gonna give you guys another recap of Nubian's um, pod interview. Here you go. Like, my parents didn't know. No one knew. Not even my closest people. Like they had an idea, but I didn't even tell anybody because we were on some like really like secretive like toss the phones, put them in the trash, like. Really, it was crazy, man, what I was involved in. And, um, 
Yeah, man. It was, I, this is my first time really reflecting on it in detail with people. So, um, yeah, so did that. Um, left there. Um, came, came back. What you mean? You mean you went and sold the 10 pounds? In your man, I'm not even there saying? yet. So, like, so like that guy hit us with a consignment of 10 pounds. We came back and then, like, broke down enough to just have enough money to, like, take this trip, you know? So we did that, maybe maybe got off a pound, and then, boom, headed uh, through all of these states, whatever, Utah, Colorado, Nebraska, Iowa, whatever. You, like, we went through that whole, the Great Plains. So you have folks waiting on you to make these deliveries. That's what I thought, because this guy is from New York. The guy that I'm with is from New York, so that's what that's what initiated it. Because I'm thinking like, all right, you got people there, the price is different over there, so super we're taking high over super there. high over there. So I'm like, the price is different over there, so all right, man, this could be a power move, and then we can have a consistent flow, you network. know, you can have a consistent network. So that was the move, that was the big play that I thought was in my head, you know. Um, so we go there, and uh, we stopped in Ohio or something because whatever pe- people were there. And then we went to this place, Youngstown, Ohio. Man, it was a desolate place. No street lights. <laughs> um, it's just crazy. I was out of my element for sure. But I'm just, you know, being faithful, just trying to, like, make a move because I was, like, all into the team. I was listening to stuff like, you know, Dipset, Jada Kiss. Like, I was into that. Like, ah, oh, yeah, we're, we're, like, in it. We're, we're about to, you know, do it, make, make a move. And so we stopped there for two weeks, did whatever. And then – um Went to New York and basically, man, the whole thing unfolded. It collapsed. It, re- it really wasn't what it was. What it really wasn't what it appeared to be. Like what I thought was going to be this big mission. And uh, man, I really felt like homesick out there. Like man, I started to fold. Like to be honest, like um, and I was out there for maybe four months though. I was trying to, but it got to the point where getting a job was suggested. I'm like, no way, I'm getting a job. I came out here to make something happen, you know. But um. Anyway, from there, um, and I was upstate New York. This, I wasn't like in the city, cause like that was the hub. We were upstate. Um, it was. I don't want to get into the. Buffalo, I don't want to get into the details of like where we were and stuff. Um, just for, you know, whatever. But we did eventually go to the city. It's probably three hours from where we were, and uh, try to make things happen there. And for me, I'm just like in bliss too, cause I'm like, oh man, this is New York. This is this. You know, I'm. I was trying to enjoy myself as much as I could because at the time I'm still like 20 years old. I'm 20. I'm still a young man. And still with my upbringing, like this guy knew I was green, you know, he was taking advantage of a guy that was green, you know, but at the same time I had the ambition to do something. So it was like, Hey, let's do it. So what ended up happening? Did you guys get rid of the 10 pounds or the Mm, eight or seven that you guys took out? there? I mean, it wasn't like how I thought, like "Eh, we were living, Whatever, but it wasn't the move. The moves wasn't being made like that. And me, right? I'm just there. Like I'm just. There. I can't really engage with these people. Just hearing you say you were in Youngstown for two weeks. In other words, you making enough to survive. Yeah, we're trying to make moves there to you know eventually, you know, get to the next spot. Yeah, yeah, get to the next spot so we can make a foundation, make a network there. So all right, we got the Youngstown, and now we we move on to New York, and we get the New York or whatever. But anyway, that ended up folding, man. And I got a plane ticket back home. Um, and then from there, man, I just kept doing it. Cause now I have like, okay, now I know, I thought I, I knew like, okay, now I know what not to do. But anyway, um, man, from there, I came back to my friends, the people that are around, that I was surrounded with, they had something going on. So it was just like, man, this ever, this never ending cycle. So it was like, they 
put me in a position where it's like, dang, I'm back, I'm back on, you know, I'm back on. And at this time I'm living with them. And then like this group of friends, we all became like one team and we really embodied that. And basically that's when the whole thing happened. Like, boom, I'm doing it every week, every other days. We're like going to California, meeting, meeting different plugs. And that was just my life, man. Um, until let me just fast forward, um, everything, Cause it's just like, all right, it was constantly that, you know, we're going out we're, and it's like, I still thought I had the element of like, oh, it, mind you, I'm still like, oh, I'm going to build my business. I'm going to do something with, with food. That was, that's always been my, my love, but that was my mindset. I'm going to do something. With there you have it. That was button up polo with Nubian. And, um, again, that one's at the top right now with most plays. Uh, people love that episode. Um, and I'm going to say it again. I love all of them. You know, all of them have, have are, are unique, um, especially uh, the because it's, it's like fellowshipping with every single person that's that, that has been interviewed or been on the podcast. It's, it's definitely just like like a good old regular fellowship. And I mean, we could talk for days, you know, um, and that's what makes it a great time. You know what I mean? That uh, we could just sit back you know, drink some coffee and, and, and talk. And um, so, like, I, I, I love all of them. But that being said, uh, this is what the people uh, have liked. This is what... And, and, and all the other ones are not too far off behind. I'm telling you that right now. I, I mentioned Tony's Tale. Tony's Tale literally could have been easily two, three, one. Like, all of these are... The numbers are, are almost parallel. And um, they're just a few off. So there's really not a favorite because we love all of them. That being said, Gene, uh, looking into this new year, um, you know, like I we said earlier, a lot of things that uh, that could happen. You're starting uh, a truth near you. Uh, we don't have a date for that. But with this podcast, man, uh, who would you like to listen to and give their testimony? Um in, in, on the podcast here, who, who, you have any suggestions? Well, you know, we, 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 we have a lot of depth in our church, but I believe that w one thing that really gives people a lot of hope is somebody that people might consider as hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> and the first person that comes to my mind is my boy, Harold. You know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know too many cats were arrested over 200 times in totally institutionalized, but gets gloriously saved and God radically changes their life around, you know? So, Harold has uh, stories to tell, you know, so. And that might be a two part. Yeah. That easy. could easily be a, a three part series. And I could probably sell it for like $19.99. And <laughs> if you subscribe, we can get you a special. Real, real <laughs> <laughs> because what he just mentioned isn't, isn't, isn't a lie. Uh, isn't just, uh, just to say it. Uh, I think his track record speaks for himself. I think he was uh, arrested well over 200 times, right? Yep, that's his that's testimony, right? right? Yep, yep, yep. Ends up getting saved in prison. Yep. Meets his wife, I don't know how many years later been, at a been, bus stop. Had been 30 years. Last time she had seen him, he was snatching everything out the house and selling it for crack. And and they're together now. Yep. <laughs> And so I'm not going to I'm not going to say his we, testimony. We, we, I'm right, not going to reveal right. anything else, but he's definitely on the list. The list. Um another uh, another person in, that comes into mind is is Carl Carl Gatson. Um 
great testimony and brilliant just uh, brother. Uh, uh, Absolutely exactly brilliant. he has a uh he's our own Thomas Soul. He he definitely has a ton of uh of knowledge and um I I always go to him for the books and and everything I need to be reading uh, especially when it comes down to history and so he's somebody that I'm looking forward to. I got to I got to definitely set these dates apart and get them in and, and have the questions well prepared and ask them what they want to speak about, especially with Carl, because Carl could uh, speak about a whole lot of things and um, definitely uh, an intellectual. Um, somebody else um, who who I wanted to have interviewed and, and, and there's a lot of people. I, I mean, Bro, my- Tarek, <laughs> Tarek, Tarek, he's the, he, he's, he's the, the, uh, 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 of he 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 is the most African American cat in our church, <laughs> and he's white, <laughs> but but he's actually from South America. But but the thing that uh, comes to mind with Tarek is he was selling ten thousand dollars a week worth of weed in high school, and I mean when I tell you or well, you already know, Junior, we come from all walks of life in our church, bro. You right. know, and just to see what supernatural transformation God has done to people's lives is, 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 is right. Beyond comprehension. And, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely depths that, you know, that, that, that we have in the church, um, possibly bringing somebody who isn't saved. I'm cool. You know, uh, cool possibly that. getting getting a different yeah. giving different perspective yeah. Yeah. and, and, and having raw, a y'all just go and, plug and, your ears. And, you know what I'm um, saying? But that's not that's us though. We you know we don't mind being real. And um, we're gonna. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I definitely want to get into more topics, um, things that are happening um, in, in our nation, in our, in our walk, in, in everyday life. That that's that's something that was already put since the beginning. Uh, more topics. And so we definitely want to bring those out to you more. Um, and then you guys could email me, uh, write me on Instagram, uh, shoot me a message. Um, you guys could definitely email me and, and give me suggestions as well. Uh, but we definitely want to want to uh, move into a different direction. And it's always moving uh, uh, forward, you know, and uh, with the podcast. And you mentioned people giving suggestions, topics, you know, right. we, 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 we have no problem hitting uh, present day topics, you know, because right. you can hear some very unique perspectives over, over here. Right. And um, you know, there's people in our church that have lived every type of life. And so it probably won't be a topic that we wouldn't be able to cover. Right. So, yeah, um, those are those are things that I'm definitely looking forward to, especially with this new year coming up. Um, we definitely want to get you guys another one before it, it all ends. And we, we will have more people on it, um, on the podcast. This was more of a recap of the whole year because we definitely have enjoyed it. Um, and, and I know people have enjoyed it because of the response that I've been receiving. Uh, people have been writing me and, um, telling me, you know, Hey, I, I've, I've, I've sent this to a family member. This really touched home um some people have responded i i can't even believe the testimony or is that real and yes it is um people from all walks of life have have uh listened to it and it's not just people that go to church this is this was the whole point was to give uh 
uh, a perspective, a, a point of view to people who don't who don't come to church. Right. You know, so that they could see it a different way. Um, really not trying to reach out to the flock with this, but at the same time we are. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. And, it's, and the cultures, man. I mean, just think of all the cultures. I was having a conversation with someone, I think a week or two ago, they said we have 26 different nationalities in our church. You know, so we, we can have uh, Ponce and Kilmore, Islanders, you know what I mean? People from so many different parts of the world, you know, to where right. somebody that may have just moved to Vegas or maybe in Vegas looking for a church, knowing they can come to church where they can identify with somebody. Right. We could do one in, in, in Spanish completely and I'll get you a translator, Gene. Here you go. <laughs> Como está? <laughs> it's about as far as I'm going, bro. <laughs> But uh, that's that's definitely the trajectory that we want to go. And uh, we've enjoyed this whole year, the whole process and, and the learning curves. I'm telling you, there's been some learning curves, especially for me. This is has been a totally different platform from what I'm used to. You know, the whole digital analytics, the whole the the producing. You don't have to tell nobody that, bro. You sound, you sound like a pro. I'm watching the, you. It the, looks like you've been doing this for decades, the, man. You the got, producing you, you, has you been got this uh, down to a science. Has been a learning curve. So uh, I definitely enjoy uh, doing it, and uh, I appreciate the patience uh, that you guys have been showing as well. But like I said, this has been impacting a ton of people. Um, this has been reaching uh, all walks of life, different uh, cultures, different. Um, just right here, I have, you know, the Philippines, Canada, Brazil, Ireland, Netherlands, Thailand, Bolivia. Shout out to Bolivia, wow. uh, United Kingdom, Trinidad. Shout out to the Bruces, Germany, in Mexico, in, in the United States. And so how many countries is that? Uh, 12 in total. Wow. Like 12. I said, man, regret not the day of small beginnings, bro. And, um, yeah, so, so different people are, are listening and it's, and it's that, that's, that's, man, that's amazing to see. It's a few months in and we're already international. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I've enjoyed the, the whole ride this whole year. And um, but but we do this because of one thing, and that is to bring hope to the world. That is to bring um, hopefully a, 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 a speck of life where you don't see anything at all in a room full of darkness. And um, that's why we're doing this so that listeners can listen to a miracle that God has done. And not just in our lives, and that's something that that Gene has been speaking about. You know, actually, he's been bugging me about me doing one. I don't know why. He says people need to know me, but it ain't about me. But whatever, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna look into that next year. We're gonna it's put gonna it, be about you <laughs> on a show near you. Believe we're, that we're gonna we're gonna do one probably next year in December. But one, <laughs> December, but um. Nah, bro. We talk in December. That means <laughs> but um, we do it to bring hope to people that are hopeless. We bring this uh, this this pod to for listeners that, that haven't listened to nothing like this. 
you know, they might just think of Christianity or, 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 or of Christ as just some other religion, you know, uh, one out of many. Um, and they miss the miracle aspect of it and what God actually does and how involved in our lives he is. And it's something amazing, especially when you experience it. You know, it's something that is, is, is so miraculous that, you know, there's no words that could actually, uh, that you could put, in, put, put it into words. You, there's just nothing that could describe what God does in a life, but we get close to it with these testimonies and we bring these testimonies to you so you can listen to them and you can see how, how marvelous God is and how good he is and, and yes, the possibilities yes. of your life being touched by God. You know, um, and and you having the grace and mercy of God upon you. And we do this for you, especially if you call yourself a non-believer. Let's say you're an atheist and you probably want to listen to this just because you clicked on it and, and, and it just grabbed your attention. Or somebody shot it to you because they say, hey, listen, I really want you to listen to this because I've gotten those responses from people. Hey, I sent it to this or people have responded to me and said, hey, uh, you know, somebody somebody sent me this, you know, uh, good job. You know, it, it was a great interview. And it, maybe that's you or maybe you're just going through a hard time right now in your walk. And, and let me tell you, God is closer than what you really think he is. And, and especially right now, if, if you're not right with God, if you don't consider yourself a Christian or you don't consider yourself being saved, you don't even know what that is. I'm speaking to you right now because th th this is made for you, specifically tailor made for you, everything that we're doing. And I want to give you an opportunity to know this God that we've been speaking about. And the reason for doing all of this. And so if that is you and you say, hey, you know, I don't know what it is you guys are talking about. All I know is that the world is messed up and I look within me and I'm even more jacked up. And I've tried a lot. I've tried therapy. I've tried drugs. I've tried the alcohol. I've tried the pills. I've tried switching cities. I've tried running. I've tried hiding. I've tried covering myself. You know, there is a way out and there is hope. And it is found in Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something. What he did in these people's lives and what he did in my life and in the life of Jeans could happen in your life as well. And we want to extend this gift, especially in a time of giving during this season where we love giving gifts. We want to extend this gift because this gift of salvation procreates it's able to not just be not just uh, to be given to one person, but this person could extend it to somebody else so that they could receive it as well. And right now I'm extending my hand and I'm telling you, reach for this gift and receive it. It is the best gift that you could ever receive from anybody. It comes straight from God. And he gave it 2000 years ago, just a little bit over 2000 years ago. He gave his son. And he brings forth salvation. And he could cleanse you of all sin. And he could heal that broken heart that you have. He could, he could, he could mend, he could, he could transform, he could mold, he could, you know, cut the rough edges. He could do everything because he is God and he is creator and he is able to do it. And if you want to accept this gift of salvation, 
All this starts is with you crying out to God. Actually, genuinely speaking to God and saying, you know what, God, I am jacked up. Now, I don't know what went wrong. I don't even know where it went wrong. I don't even know where it started turning south. But you know what? I'm right here and I don't want to keep running. I just want you to help me right now, especially in this time. I want to receive this gift. If that's you, I'm just going to lead you in a prayer. Why am I going to do that? Because the majority of the time, people don't know how to cry out to God. And so I'm going to do this just because somebody led me in a time when I, where I didn't know anything and it transformed my life. It changed my life completely. And so if that is you and you say, hey, you know what? I don't know how to do this. This might be my first time. Well, listen, I could just lead you in a prayer. And you could go on from there, living your life in Christ, joining a church, possibly coming to our church. But it starts right here. And all you have to say is, dear God, I come to you a sinner. I come to you with hands stained in blood from the people that I've hurt, from the damages in my own life that I've caused. And I don't know how to make myself clean. But I accept right now this gift of salvation because I believe you sent your son to die on a cross and to resurrect on the third day to cleanse me of my sin by the blood of Jesus and to give me life through his resurrection. And I come to you right now giving you my life and you can do whatever you want with it because I've destroyed it. And so for here on out, I give it to you. Wash me in the blood of Jesus and create in me a new heart and heal all the brokenness around me and within me. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you said that prayer, if you, uh, if you just joined right now, the angels in heaven rejoicing over what Christ has done. Listen, you can reach out at I plead the truth at yahoo.com. You can also find me on Instagram at uh, I plead the truth podcast. Also, you could come if you're in Las Vegas. You can actually meet us at the West Las Vegas Potter's House. And Gene has the address. Gene, what's the address? 4600 Meadows Lane. That's 4600 Meadows Lane. And if you are not in Las Vegas, simply go to cfmmap.org. That's cfmmap.org. And more than likely, we have a church near you. Yes. And so if you get to listen to this, listen, we do it all for you. Uh, we enjoy every part about this. We enjoy, we enjoy doing this. This has become something that... Uh, Man, that's become a part of us. But we enjoy it more when we hear the testimonies. We enjoy it more when we hear people responding and and sending out the messages. And and that's that to me means the world. That to me is why we do this. And if it wasn't for that, well, I would stop doing this in a heartbeat. Because I wouldn't do a podcast on financial reasons or this and that. You know what? I would just go work and do ministry and, and I will be fine with that. But because people are responding and, and God is definitely moving, uh, I enjoy it even more, man, when, when I definitely hear the testimonies. 
so that wraps this wraps up this episode i don't know if gene wants to add anything else well folks we appreciate you listening and um tell your friends share the podcast you can give somebody some hope yes please share and subscribe we would definitely appreciate that and so this is the ending and on to the next one before the new years thank you